soul. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever this is. This is Match Bailey alongside Ricardo Defending Crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, hello, hello. And this is another episode of BS Beats and Bailey. And time of this recording, it's exactly one week before the, 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 the big, you know, US of E um, elections now. Oh, um, yeah. Why I'm bringing this up is that basically yeah. two of the shows that we're going to talk about here more or less centers on you know said said elections right right um that would be to the extent the 2020 bt hip-hop awards which aired last night times recording here i should say less than a week actually i should say right because this is actually wednesday um so yeah less than a week before the the actual election so right there's the hip-hop awards and there's also well a, a show that none of us saw coming that would be Borat subsequent movie film, or if you're lazy, you just call it Borat too. Yeah. Um, I'm finally going to to get Raised by Wolves season one out of the way, and right. after that, we'll talk about season one of Netflix's Blood of Zeus. Right. So kicking things off with the Hip Hop Awards, uh, Ricardo, did you watch it or did you see any highlights, videos, I anything? Did not, and nothing trended on Twitter, so I didn't pick up on it. Right. I, I, I heard you was going to watch it, so I was like, oh, I was expecting something to trend at least, but nothing seemed to have showed up so ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, so I can't really say it's it's their fault for it, um, but I would say that's just just to kick things off, right? Because this is not that. This, I don't want this to be like a real critique of the show itself, right? But right. Um, this follows along the same line of how the BT awards played out, right? Which is essentially right. um well in this case it was just this um this uh comedy group. I'm really not familiar with who these guys are. It's a trio and as opposed to um you know just doing this thing in front of a of a green of a a green screen, they were in essentially in a studio, right? So this kind of right. cult set in here. So in a way, it's kind of evoking the, the old BT shows in a sense, right? But that's really small and, and low-key, right? And I will admit the guys have some energy, right? Um, and they also have a, a podcast as well, too. But that's feel like okay. for me, I just can't remember who they are. Um, they're not like popular, popular comedians, in my opinion. But, okay, you know, I thought they, they, I thought they, 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 they would have... They seem to be new Yeah, I thought they would have something like Deezer San Mero or something like that. Uh... <sighs> I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe... Like I just really wish that I knew who these guys are though. Um right. that's not to say that they, they do have any talent, it's just I'm not familiar with them at all. I haven't seen them in anything, no ads, anything, right? Okay. Uh but, but they, they probably they're, they're probably internet they're probably internet popular and you know, is that possible? Perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. 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 But, yeah but you know, they hyping up the show, they were help or sorry, right. They're real hyping up the podcast and that kind of thing. Right. But I, I, it, it sounds like one of these dudes like um, you know how um they call them. Like RDC world is you know, like it's them. Like they're just mm-hmm. only popular on the internet. They're pretty funny, right? But you know you can't see them going mainstream in any way, unless they're really like get organized. Yeah, yeah. If, if, who knows if they're lucky enough, they might have their own show on BTS. So right, so, right. We will we'll, we'll see. But um, at, at first I was kind of like annoyed by them because they 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 was they was well. At, I assume that they are all from Atlanta, because they're rocking that Atlanta accent, right? Right. But, you know, they were just cracking some jokes, and they were just trying to be all, like, you know, loony, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, throughout the show, it's just like, all right, all right, they could, they could, hold, they could hold their own. They could actually, like, host the show, be, um, be host now, as opposed right. to just being comedic relief, right? 
But what was interesting here with this, um, with this edition, I should say, of the Hip Hop Awards, and I think this is the reason why it wasn't trending that much, is how it was mostly like politically charged. Though. Okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A... yeah. It was a lot of go out to vote. Um, right. It was even so big. It was even so in your face that um, not only did they have an ad, you know, be promoting um, uh, promoting uh, uh, Kamala, yeah. um, even had her. Oh, she was there. Okay. Yeah, she was there. She actually like okay. introduced. Um, well, that was like the last performance of the night. That would be two chains and little Wayne. Okay. I was like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but the funny thing is, like me going in there, um, I just thought, like, you know, they, they just keep saying, please go out and vote. Now. So I thought they just right. kind of left it out, like, okay, it's your it's your choice at the end of the day, exercise your right to vote. But it just kind of felt like, okay, well, we, we, we really, really, really don't want Trump to be elected again. Right. So let me just push for Kamala instead. I, I mean, I get, let's just say um, Joe Biden, sorry, right. Uh, right. Which, which I understand, but at the same time, it's like, um, all they cannot you. choose a side, though. So you kind of tell any the, the, the viewers, maybe, well, maybe not. You kind of tell them, oh, this is the choice, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, the thing is, they already, it's, it, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's what you call know your audience, right? You got to know your crowd. So they True. know their crowd. True. So it, mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, it's not like they went into something that was a somewhat neutral setting and, you know, um, make that case and then come. It was something biased. It's like, yeah, we know what it is. We, we, we know the deal. So it's like, it don't make sense, you know, thing. Because it's not like something like, say, the country, country music awards, which has become somewhat more neutral, I would argue, which was right. ex- very explicitly um, right wing historically, but it has become very, um, well, at least a lot less right wing over, over the years now. Um, mm. So something like that, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't see like outright Trump support in that, uh, as a, as opposed to you know blatant outright you know um, Joe Biden Kamala supporting this one. I don't know. Whatever. I've been, right, I've, been follow- I've been following the culture war part of the election in that sense. Like it only had a couple of things that came up that was like, all right, that was actually an interesting thing that showed up. But other than that, but it, a lot of this, a lot is going to come up with, with the Borat review anyway. So you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it don't make sense talking about it here because I don't know what what, what happened exactly. So to, to make a right. proper commentary on. Anyway, go ahead now. Yeah. Um. As far as the winners go, well, this this kind of sucked because well they, they work with two hours and they have like a bunch right. of performances, so they didn't really like put up all the 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 um the nominees or the winners, right? But they just kind of brought up a few throughout the show. Um. Right. But I'll just kind of run through the full list of winners, right? So, uh, best hip hop video feature featuring future. Sorry. Featuring Drake, Life is Good. Okay. Right. I'm a favorite okay. video from Future, but all right, cool. Yeah, well, Still well, haven't well. listened to the album. I know I suck, but just a well, lot of music I have to consume. I, I listened to it. next couple of months. I listened to it and you could skip it. It is one of those very, to me, it was pretty skippable. Oh, so, okay. It was yeah. that underwhelming. Jeez, yeah, yeah I, 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 I completely forget that he had an album. It's only when you now mention it. like, oh, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, what, what is what is up with future these days, boy? Like ah, listen, he, last he, year, boy. This man like real fun off, boy. No, he need he need to pack phase now. You know, he just you know drumming out them albums to get out. I don't know. That is the only explanation behind this. Like he does want to get out our contract or something. I don't know what's going on. Cause right, right. It's it really, 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 really like it's, it's real non non albums he playing out. However, <laughs> yeah, go ahead now. Uh, best collaboration: McGill, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, right. Savage okay. the remix. Right. Uh, Best duo or group, Chris Brown and Young Tug. I still haven't listened to their okay. album. I okay. doubt I will because it's Chris Brown and Young Tug. I mean, right. Young yeah. Tug had a, had a good album last year. Um, right. 
Uh, forget the title right now, but it was it was dope. Um, but like, I don't know. This yeah, 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 I, 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 right now. Yeah, I could imagine him growing on me, like say Migos. Like you know, I I thought Migos was complete trash when they first came out, and then same here. You know, they started they started pour out some some decent stuff later. Like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, when it went yeah. bad and bougie hit us, just like yeah, but yeah, right. Yeah, you know? some right? not not brilliant or anything like that, but still some. Is there? I I find my my still my favorite song, even though it's not a Migos song. Um. Is um is you know get the bag like my favorite yeah, track yeah. Of them. Uh, yeah but it, it, they're fine yeah that's still fine and come true but it's mostly because they just need good guidance and a good good engine behind them and yeah. you know good production so that's what they got <laughs> and they end up getting they end up putting out some some good shit uh but he's right. a person like I could I can imagine him you know putting out like really getting you know figuring out how to get your style to fit you know something now because he, this kind of scatterbrain you know style to his, to his rap works if you know how to make it work and he just have me under under bb it's not really that hot i still think, think like style is complete trash but um oh, it, is. it was a big it, it, it was a big hit it was a big hit yeah. so i could deny that so there's a dead dead um yeah. and, and know, part of it had to do with with young talks delivery exactly right. exactly yeah, yeah exactly yeah but it, i could see somebody you know taking taking him and really doing some interesting with him. And I, I had a couple tracks like yeah hey, young top no no bad like i, I mm. thought like it's it not completely unlistenable no. it's like okay i could see somebody really you know hammering out this this diamond into the rough from the rough no. however we can see yeah um and speaking of young talk because you know one of the big songs from last year was the london featuring him right um j cool and travis scott best right. life performer is travis scott cool right. okay, so right. i guess yeah. that whole fortnight thing that he did that was huge, Dred, because I, I I thought I thought the biggest would have just be the okay, which um DJ it was by um Dead Mouse or one of those. I forget okay, which DJ. I, I, um okay, no, I, I was thinking Major Lisa for for some odd reason. I know he right. had a um uh, okay. he had some virtual thing right. just here. I f- I forgot who it was, but it had it had two. It had I think it was Dead Mouse and somebody else, I think, and they had this big Fortnite present. I thought that was the biggest I was gonna get. And then he did that thing. What they did on, on Fortnite was brilliant. That was, that was truly brilliant. You could move through the level, fly about. You know, he performing in a big planet and there's a whole thing. It's huge. It was great. It was really fantastic. Yeah. Like, I would have loved to... I, like, I, I didn't watch that. the whole thing. I saw, I saw it when it was right. streaming on YouTube and I was like, right. okay. Right. I, I, would, I would have loved to, to, to get in the game and uh, watch it without, without VR. At the time, I was just playing the game. I had it. And I was just playing it just to see what was going on in the game. That's a, that's a blank player. Just to see how it is. Just to get the experience of it now. That's stayed in for like a half hour. Like, oh, wow, that's, this is really impressive. If you're a Fortnite fan, you would absolutely love this. And yeah. So I, I'm not surprised that you get it. Because it was, it was really, really, really well thought out and, and, and planned. Yeah, right, it, okay. it was, it was, it was. Right. All right. Um, Video direct. Sorry, my, my bad. Lyricist of the Year, McGill Rhapsody. Um, this was actually... Okay. Right. One of the few um, nominees that were presented on the show, um, and they actually brought in Ti to to present it because he has a new album out called the the Libra. Libra is an acronym. Actually, okay. I forgot what it means. Um, that's on my to listen list. I haven't checked it out as yet. But Rhapsody right. is on that album. I'm curious to hear her rap alongside Ti. That'll be that'll be awesome. But yeah, right. he was there. He brought it in for her, and it's kind of funny too because she thought, oh well. I'm here to introduce, you know, the cipher, which I'm gonna get into in a bit, right? But it's like, right. well, not really. We're here to present you this award. And she's like, oh wow, this is like my, right. my first BT award. Wow, you know what I mean? And you know, shout out to Rhapsody. She had two of the best albums of the of the past decade, you know, um basically. And you know, she's just one of my she's like top tier favorite um female MC right now. 
Yeah. Uh, video director of the year, we have Tiana Taylor, which calls herself Spike T in this case. Um, right. I'm going to talk about Tiana Taylor a little bit. Producer of the year, Hit Boy, well deserved. I mean, he has a really dope song. Well, he actually produced um, all these the, the tracks basically on NASA's new album, King's right. Disease. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, that that is a, not, a, not a contender for best album of the year, in my opinion, but it's up there, in my opinion. I really dug the album. Um, hip hop artist of the year, McGill, Megan Thee Stallion. Not surprised. Right. Yeah. Song of the year, Roddy Rich, The Box. I still haven't listened to this guy's album. I know. Right. I, I suck, right? And speaking of that, best hip hop album of the year just so happens to be him again. Please right. excuse me for being antisocial. He won the BT award for that earlier this year. So it's like, all right, this is yeah. a thing. Um, best new hip hop artist, late great Pop Smoke. Um, there's actually okay. a, a right. tribute performance that he did well it was Quivo basically because he has a song um on right. Pop Smoke's uh, posthumous album, right? So right. he just covered that and had Pop Smoke's vocals and you know some visuals basically paying tribute to him. So that was great. Uh yeah. Hustler of the Year, Megan Thee Stallion, great. Okay. Um Sweet Sixteen, Best Featured Verse, Beyonce, Savage Remix. Cool. Right. Um Impact Verse, sorry, Impact Track. What that means basically is like tracks that, you know, more or less came out during um during the during you know the Black Lives Matter um rally okay, and stuff right, like that. Right. Um, like right. Yeah, that right. Um and they pick um Lil Baby, the bigger picture. Which yeah, no, was yeah. a song that I, I yeah. didn't see coming. Like you know everybody was talking yes. about um the baby and you know well Anderson right. Pack was nominated too but Lil Baby came true like with this and I was like what? Yeah 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 is that true that's a track I didn't expect as well because I, I thought Somebody like um this one I would get through now uh, because he did a a, a kind of political song and we call him um uh slipping my mind uh, no no um oh, I want to I want to see something he's uh, in cell but I want to see his name um me back music now um oh um oh gosh uh okay you, you talk about the Rick Ross song where he, he right he, yeah he, he right shout out um sorry he um he just um who did he just he just um he just can't hear. Right, yeah. No. But he had, I thought I thought he but he had a he had a recent video about um thing now. I thought that was, I thought that would I get through it to something like this. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Uh just just pull the mark up the page again. Okay, DJ of the year, D nice. Um yeah. well I, I, I guess it's not um D nice from um you know, uh leaders of the new school, kids actually parents. Right. Um but you know, is he won, so good good for him. Right. Best hip hop um, platform, the Joe Budden podcast. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, not surprised. Uh, you know, he, he like it had a lot of stuff I super dis- 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 disagreed with him on, but yeah, he, he was holding it. He, he just he, he was there. He was there, especially when, when somebody bigger bullshit was going down. So yeah, yeah. I'm not the stuff that he was saying about Eminem, Dread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. agree with, but it just yeah, just <laughs> exactly right. Anyway. <laughs> But and last but not least, best international flu, uh, Stormzy from from the United Kingdom. Right, um, right. He right. has had yeah. I've been enjoying his work actually. Um, I think he had an album late last year. I think it's late last year that was that was really solid as well. All right. Um, as far as performances go, we had um City Gills. They had a really dope performance. Okay. Um, Boona Boy actually performed a really politically charged okay. uh, song. Um, have haven't heard of it. It's called Monsters You Made. Yeah, because I know I know they have a, like a, a big piece of drama going on in Nigeria right now. So, like that is a whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Um, right, right, right. Which, which he, I believe, he mentioned in the song as well. Right, SARS, right. Um, yeah, and SARS, which, yeah. by the way, um, her, which you'll get into a little bit, right, who which... performed um, last right. week at the um, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, you know, she had she these, um, a big know, one, had yeah. hashtag SARS thing, you know, what I mean, during yeah. the performance. That was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay, so I mentioned the two chains and, and the Louis performance. That was good. We had um, Big Sean and Jenny Aiko, you know what I mean, all loving up and cozy and whatnot. They was performing a song basically from his new album, um, Detroit 2, which, by the way, is, is a solid album, you know what I mean? Um, right, Big right. Sean come back, come back to form basically with that album. I will, I'll give him that. Um, last but not least, the, the Deciphers were pretty solid as well. Um, but what they did is that it's not like how they did it before where, you know, well, DJ Premier for one thing was not there at all. They brought in um, a couple other DJs actually to replace him. But what they did is that they would just kind of film it like a music video basically and just kind of cut it up to make it feel like they all in the same room basically doing their thing. Um, right. Which kind of let me down a bit because I just liked when it was just... A cipher, you know what I mean? It's just the right. MCs in the back. The first person comes in and he's spitting his verse right there on the spot. Here it's just like, okay, well, they had three takes and this kind of work around it to make it feel right. like, you know, it's a music video. And this, this kind of, I don't know, just this kind of lost the flavor basically of what made the cipher so great. It was all about in the moment and what the person was going to say. Even if it was just right. um, a verse that they just had in the head, it was just good seeing them do it like on the spot but yeah, when it's all right, like right. you do it three four takes it's like yeah um just talking quickly right so the first one was pretty solid um well this one involved um polo g whose work i need to listen to um jack hollow we have rhapsody and not diverse very well um this was the political cipher as they call it so they had um they had NWE's F the police in the background and it was just right. like rapping over it. That was cool. Um we had some new newbies basically coming in um in the second cipher. So we had Deontay Hitchcock whose album I need to check out. Uh Flo Millie, she's really good. Uh, right. Buddy, he's a Atlanta rapper. But once again, it's that whole tree take thing and they just cut it to make it feel like it's a music video thing that kinda let me down. Right. And then last two that really surprised me, boy. Uh we had a reggae cipher. Right, I, I heard about yeah. this. Uh, so as, as who it was was Beanie Man and who? Well, well, Beanie Man introduced it, right? So it was okay, him. Right, okay, right. Right. So it started off with McGill Shensia. It's like, right. Shensia, okay, okay. Right. She was good. She was. She was good. She wasn't great, yeah, no, but she was right. good. So um, coffee, I think. Yeah, McGill Coffee was there. She called right, herself right, Original right. Coffee now. So okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, right. Skip Marley was there. Um, I need to check out more Skip Marley's work. Um, Bounty Killer came and I was like, yes, this is right. Bounty Killer with his thing. And then Beanie Man was just going off the cuff with his final verse. And I was like, yeah, this is great. But, um, what? okay, so I, I kind of went with high expectations for that one. And for the most part, I enjoyed that one, right? But the one that really, really took it from her, boy, was the lady's first cypher, boy. This was a, like a R&B vibe going on. Right. They had um, Brandy's um, I Want to Be Down. That was right. the, the uh, beat in the background. Uh, Erica Badu, you know what I mean? Spinning the, yeah. the um, behind yeah. the tables. That was great. Yeah. So we yeah. had um, Tiana Taylor. Yes, she came in. She spit her right. verse. Her came in, spit her verse. Erica Badu come, do she thing, of course. And then Brandy came out. I was like, right. okay. I love wow. this. I love it. All of this. But yeah. see what I was talking about? The whole three-take thing, music video stuff. 
hear what they do, they, 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 they edit it and shoot it to feel like one of those like early to mid-90s R&B video, right. music videos. Right, 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 um, right. With right. the white background, with the slow yeah. dissolves, you know what I mean? Yeah. Interchange between white and black and, you know, just the way how they were framed and all that. Like when you see it, it's, it's on BT's um, web, um, well, website and YouTube channel right now. But when you see it, you'll swear it looks like an old school R&B yeah. video. Right. Because you have Brandy's song in the yeah, background, like, it's like, yeah, like this, so, this, yeah, this like is something. brilliant, I love this. So Right, yeah, it looked like something straight out of 1997, right? Um, so, in closing, right. uh, while this this edition of um, the Hip Hop Awards didn't bloom away entirely, um, it was serviceable. It was, it was decent for what it is. I had fun with it. Um, I just wish that they had a more, I don't know, a host that I, that I really knew who could kind of right. hold things down together. Um, it could have been a little bit longer for one thing or the other. They kind of crammed everything into two hours. But once again, it's just this the situation that we're in right now, trying to work around it. But last thing, last, and then I'll, I'll stop here. Um, basically, is the political aspect of it that that really stuck with me. You know what I mean? Um, having artists basically come out, do freestyles, talking about going out to vote. So right. it's really, really heavy in terms of, yeah, go out to vote. So I think right. this is how they just were to be distinct now, you know what I mean, from yeah. the others that they'd done before. So, as a whole, it was it was fine. Not the best one I've seen, but, yeah, it was fine. Okay. Alright, so moving on now, finally, at long last, I'm going to talk about Raised by Wolves. So, right. as this wrapped up uh, a couple of weeks ago, I don't want to stay too long on it. Um, but before I begin, though, Ricardo, have you seen or heard anything about Raised by Wolves? Yes, I reviews, have. I, I, I watched it out as well. Uh, oh, okay. Great. Yeah, well, I give, cool. I, yeah. I give it out around you. Um, well, you yeah, can yeah. start. Talk about it. Yeah. I have my opinions. Um, anyway, I, go ahead. I would love to hear them. Sure. Alright, so <laughs> I will, I will just do the, I'll just do the synopsis. Um, you, you, can, you can help me out, right? Yeah. <laughs> if anything. Alright, so um, it centers on two androids right uh, male and female they call themselves father and mother right? right so what happened is that the earth was destroyed in this great war it was right. between two factions so basically we have the group that they call the atheists and we have right. this other group who's who 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 they more or less call um well their version of god is soul right sol right yeah yeah, the, the, the Mithraeans or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah Mithraic. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Right. So, Sorry. Yeah, so, well, yeah, yeah right. So, you kind of, well, we kind of hint at why it's called Raised by Wolves, because actually it's a pretty clever title. Um, if you know who Mithraeic is, um, it's the origin of, it's a Roman um, mythology. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Right. I did and, not know that, actually. Yeah, if you know if you know Roman mythology, Romulus and Remus were raised by a wolf, right? The wolf was their mother. Yes, uh, yes, they were. That's, right. that's that's why that way it come from. I'll take it. I'll try not. I'll try sorry, to sorry, sorry. What he my, mind blown right now. Mind. Yeah, mind is blown. So that, I really didn't do that. Yeah, it's it's um. Anyway, you can go ahead because I'll just I'll, I'll just mention you know go ahead go ahead because I'll yeah, mention why why this yeah yeah okay. There's a lot of symbolism in this. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of symbolism. Um, yeah. So, I, like I said, I would just love to hear your thoughts because it's, it's yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, stuff yeah. that I missed out, right? But anyway, mm-hmm. so um, what happens is that the, well, the, the mother, or at least the mother android is right. known as a necromancer, right? So she right. 
use any war, she has really frighteningly um, powerful yeah. powers, basically, right? She could yeah. really like destroy people, like really graphic and whatnot, right? So essentially, what happens is that they they find themselves on this um really like deserted planet, right? Well, at least yeah. what we see thus far, it's deserted, right? Yeah. Um, along in the ship, they have these human embryos, right? So she is tasked basically, well, to give birth to said embryos and more right. or less restart humanity, right? So she has this motherly instinct. I mean, it's wired into her. And what I interpreted the whole wolf's part is, is that essentially she acts like, you know, like 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 a mother wolf basically. You know what I mean? Well, she yeah, will, that, but I she will step in and she will just kill anything that gets in the way yeah, of the parents, uh, her kids. Yeah, that's the symbolism there. I mean, that's right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the the father is well resourceful. Oh, and he's actually like right. a. I, I like the fact that that mother is white, father is black. Basically, that, right. that was interesting, right? Yeah. But yeah, the father is resourceful. Um, there's like a nice little bit of character development where he's always cracking these knock knock jokes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, both characters trying to understand what it means to be human, right? Into uh, whilst raising these kids. What happens now is that um, this well. Some members of the Mitra, it's Mitra, sorry, Mitraic, right? Well, of yeah, the, yeah. Uh, right, show up, right? Um, one of them just so happens to be Marcus, right? Played by Travis Fimmel. We don't really know much about him until right. like the second right. episode, right? Right. And she now sees them as a threat. She actually goes up to their, their mothership, which is called the Ark. And basically like nearly wipes out everyone, right? Except for some kids who survive, right? Sorry, who are there? And she brings them back now, and she more or less she becomes the den mother to those kids now. Um, right. And she's telling them, you know what I mean? Forget about soul. We we not about that kind of thing. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? It's all about me. I'm gonna protect you, right? And of course, well, Marcus now and his wife um, are trying to well, basically their son, quote unquote, is right. one of the kids that were kidnapped, right? So they head down to the planet to try and rescue him. But there's also this big structure that may be connected to soul. And right. then Max has this God complex later on in the story. Right. So he's like, he's this <laughs> you know, chosen prophet and all that kind of stuff. But right. what, 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 so in a nutshell, what, what really is about is that at, at first you think it's about these androids being this big threat and whatnot, right? But later on, you realize it's a humans. But um, the mother character in particular that the, shows zeroes in a lot um she learns about uh, she learns a lot sorry about who she is yeah right um uh, her creator her purpose for one thing and it more or less goes beyond the realm of well science and religion and i'll stop right, right, right. there yeah so, uh <laughs> ricardo raised by wolves way i i uh i i thought this was actually pretty good um it's mm-hmm. first things first production is excellent excellent across the board it like is. everything is good yeah right so um yeah you filmed this in um in south africa though but right yeah spots that it shows boy yeah it, wow. it, uh, so so yeah so not only cinematography is excellent um cinematography is excellent special effects is pretty good costumes and set design brilliant acting everybody was great especially yeah, yeah, yeah. especially my boy father i thought father was great father was um, great yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he literally acted the way a male Detroit, a male robot, I should say. Yeah, yeah, with, really, uh, you really get everything, a, yeah. mannerisms, face, everything. It's just yeah, like, yeah, and with, uh, mother, and great. I thought mother, mother, mother had a pretty good arc. She was great too. I can't, I can't get, I can't help but think that Tilda Swinton was also play this role. Oh, right, right, because um, 
right. the, the actress Amanda Cullen who plays her. She's right. very, very slim, uh, slender. She has, right. um, she does have, she has short hair basically. You right. know what I mean? So yeah, I'll give it up from. Yeah, you know. Um, but I thought just it works really well in terms of two things. They, they, this, a lot of the symbology and, you know, that whole just interpretation stuff works really well. And then it has really strong character work, right? Great symbolism and, and, and you know, aesthetic, you know, choices in terms of, like, what happening, what is referring to strong themes and ideas. And then they fit that into the character work very, very well. It's, it's yes. sewn in quite well. And they, they, what they do really well is they have every character, you know, they give every character a hang-up, you know, in terms of why it is you would be religious, why it is you would not be religious, why it is you would be atheistic, why you would not be atheistic, why you would understand why atheists might be proclivity to, towards religion and vice versa. Why it is a religious person might re- reject the religion. And they, they kind of cover with a nice network of characters to do this, right? And they, yeah. they get a lot of like gender feminism stuff as well with that, right? Yes, um, yes. And I, I just thought this was this was pretty good. It, it, it does that well, that, that clash between people having to basically address the problem of suffering or the problem of evil, right? You know, if you're non-religious, why does you should care or give a shit about anything? If you are religious, um, how do you address the idea of suffering or effectively what is known as the problem of evil, right? And they do that so well with every character. Like this, you have a, a, one of the side characters who's a kid, the, she was pregnant, but you find out why and how. And that's a, yes. a pretty, pretty great, great arc involving a, a certain character. Um, um, that, that would be, um, that would be Tempest, Tem- right? Tempest, yeah, yes. Tempest, yeah. Right. Who, yeah, uh, at, at first, I was a little iffy on the, on the performance, but the more right. I saw, I was like, all right, I, I get why she's so yeah. resentful at times. I'm seeing her say with um, Campion, who is like the, right. the last kid can... from the Human Emirates. Like, at first, yeah. I wasn't really buying the, yeah. the, 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 the but, stuck up Britishness right. about him, but it, will, it was. Right. I'll say, yeah, that's what I think. I'll say, I, I felt it, it was a bit kind of up to sun and kind of kind of weak for me in the beginning. And it, wasn't really pulling me in until about episode four or so and then i started like it started building and i didn't love love the ending but it was still pretty good like if, if you know what the symbolism of everything involved what what you're watching and trying to like understand some kind of history mythology because what the what the author i forget the author's name because i only know it as um you know we boy director ridley scott no yeah, but yeah Rid- i forget ridley who scott, the guy yeah. i forget the, i can it escapes me who's who wrote it um but um, what they did really well Okay, yeah, one, one second. Let me, let me see if I find it. I'm right. not seeing the the author though. Uh, it's up in my mind, I, but his name was in one of the credits. I forget. Okay, um, okay. But he, I felt what he what they did really really well is connecting that um, that all that all of those um, you know symbology mythology stuff. Is there's a lot of biblical stuff in this. A lot of Roman history. This type of history, this type of history, this type of mythology, that and it all of it like you could know what to look for. And but if, yeah. if you're walking blind, you'll still enjoy this. Like so, both you know you could cater to, to big myth, myth nerds like me, who who love that stuff and know what to see, or, or just have like just straight up just general symbology that is working film. Like you have this a, a big final shot that just looks straight up like a sperm entering an egg, uh, but it looks yes. like oh yeah yeah. But it, yeah. but you know very, what it very, is. Very two thousand one, very two thousand one. Right. I find. Yeah. And right, so and, and I make and I make the joke that this is acid Westworld. No, you know that is the joke, right? Um, <laughs> why why it, why it works is that it feels like those you know it had those real weird seventies surrealistic sci-fi's. Yes. But they yes. Kinda, yes. Good. good yeah. Kind of yeah. They kind of pretentious like, um, and, and 
Yeah, go Logan's ahead. Run, like Logan's Run. Something um, like Zardoz. Zardoz, like, yes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. it, it have all these weird big ideas, but they clearly don't have the budget or the, the actual skill or or ability to pull it off. Uh, but this is like, what if you really give great talent, the actual technology, the money, and the, the talent, and the, well, the, 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 the wherewithal, you know, actors and whatnot, to pull it off. And they, they, they nail it. They kind of nailed it. And I thought this was really, really excellent. Um, they, 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 they just handle the characterization really well in terms of, you know, concept, you know, make a sci-fi, you have a premise, you set it up, you make, you understand why is this person acting this way, who good, who bad. It'll solve, it'll answer every question, but we, we, we you know, cl- yeah, hopefully it'll have a season two to address most of that because it kind of ends on a cliffhanger, right? Kind of, right? With, with, uh, yeah, with basically, yeah, kind, kind of. Well, basically, kept a quartal, right? That's basically what's going on there, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> different who that is, right? Uh, and I, I thought it just, really really did its its material well right everybody worked in terms of the characterization um the two the two 80s figures i thought they were great um the the where they had to well they have an gr- interesting arc i don't know what to, if to spoil it but oh, um, you mentioned um, uh, Mar- marcus and, and yeah Sue, you um... mentioned you mentioned marcus but that is a that is in quotes right um yes and, yes yes and <laughs> what they do it i liked what they did with him and then but i like what they did with the with the with the wife as well she's she's great mm. um and yeah. what her arc was about and why she was um, the way she was again that's another like real common thing um in in for people like that right that make a lot of sense like why she would be the way she was um yeah. I, I i get what i mean i do understand yeah. where she was coming from yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 like what they do with her and the whole arc when, when you find out well you're kind of new but then they you, you, you know her arc comes full circle with and she has a, a great conversation with mother at the end i thought that was, that was pretty good i think that was like episode nine i think um and i, I thought all of this was, was pretty good for what it was um, I forget the boy's name. Who's who's the son? Oh, um, Paul. Uh, Paul. Paul. Right. Right. Yeah. He was pretty good too. And again, if if you're looking into your symbol symbolism, who he's supposed to be, like who he might be lined up to in terms of characterization, it actually makes a lot of sense why he was making those decisions. Um, it balances thematic and actual characterization very well. So logically, it works. Like if you're just looking at this from a raw logical standpoint of why a character would be behaving or speaking us a certain way or acting a certain way it makes sense but then also thematically or historically or wherever it is the uh, allegory is or the reference point is that also works as well it lines up very very well and it, it's really excellent writing in that way um i don't think i have much else to say unless we're going to just go into like this a long discussion about why it works but it have all these great shots symbolic moments symbolism here um mother's arc when she was inside the the, the virtual realm thing that was working yeah. Um, all the religious people, all of their their stuff was great felt. Um, this, well, the Dimitriex people and what what was going on. The action, action is pretty good. A lot of a lot of good good little shootouts. Yeah, it could get it could get kind of gory at times, but yeah, 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 it yeah. never goes overboard. Though, I would right. say that much. Yeah. But it had some like good westerny stuff because again they they on this planet. I think it's um Kepler twenty two B, which is a real planet. But um, I'm not sure if it's implied that well the planet was was um like uninhabitable not yeah. uninhabitable un- inha- but, uninhabitable but it had some geoengineering that went down to make sure that it um that it, it became inhabitable later because we find out something about a certain group of people well mm-hmm. it's kind of i say i make a spoiler there but um certain group and we're not yeah, sure certain group, certain group. <laughs> right and we're not sure what was going on with them because the the history is a lot more interesting than we thought it was um and they're they're connected to the final big thing that was revealed at the end. Uh, yeah. Um 
So I was like, okay, so something going on there, what going on? And then they didn't answer all the questions. I wanted them to answer a couple more questions in terms of who was talking to who and why and who gave who what revelation and information in an important yeah, point. Yeah, that, that, that I wish that they, that they revealed because just kind of right. left it like, oh, left... maybe it's, it's this so me right. it's that, you right. know? Right. So I thought they would have do that. And, and the, ending, the ending, I get what it was going for. But again, because it's, it's a cliffhanger kind of ending, I, I could have... I, Excuse it. That's perfectly fine in my opinion. Um, I thought this was excellent across the board. It was. It's not one of those things in sci-fi that really pulls me in because it just they they pull so many different ideas and, and concepts to come together in a sci-fi. It have this stuff, all of that stuff, this this history, that history, and but ultimately because it it kept it to the character stuff, it worked. Yeah, I just gonna give my rating quick, and we could. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it, and um, then I'll share yeah, my token. I, I, I give this in my head. I was like, yeah. At first, I was like a, a, a eight out of ten. But when I think about it, and thinking about what went, went into this production and and whatnot, yeah, I'll say a, a easy nine out of ten. This was excellent for me. Right, um, right, right. Really, really smart writing, and and why again they stuck to the character stuff. The characters work. Nothing, nothing felt too inconsistent or stupid or out of the blue. I mean, I, I sure have a couple problems here or there that I could probably, my brain will probably, you know, come up with, you know, in, in as I say, fridge logic. Um, but I, I really enjoyed this for what it was. Um, I didn't feel like I was binging it. I was, I was paying attention to it for most of it. Um, it didn't feel too, too slow for me. It had some little parts of drag, but it wasn't so bad. And mm. ultimately, every, I, I liked everybody. Everybody's chemistry worked. Everybody, you know, came together really well. Writing and pacing was, was ultimately solid in that sense. And I, I, I can't be mad at this. And yeah, uh, that, you know, I, 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 I'm quite shocked that, you know, a, a black character died two, three times and keep coming back. Like, what going on, boy? I know, oh, right? <laughs> father, lucky boy. But yeah, I, right. I thought, I thought Re because... Respect the father. You know? Uh, but I thought, I thought um, ultimately, because everybody, it had a lot of uh, great, because of the characterization, it, it, it comes together so well. The characterization is so strong um, that it everything else feels ancillary or or not, not even that important, but all of that stuff also lines up really well as well. As, you know, everybody was firing on all cylinders for this. Um, so that's it. Yeah, I, I can't be, yeah. I really can't be mad at this. This was, a, this was pretty good. All right. Well, uh, you know what I mean? I am so glad that you checked it out. Like, I thought I had to come up with my non sci fi TV show, right. you know, binged <laughs> mind right. to kind of tell you, yo, it's really good. You should check it out, do you know what I mean? But, right. um, It'll be like I'm really, really glad that you enjoyed it. Um, for me, I will say that this along this similar to um to Lovecraft Country, which you talked about last week. Right, right. This is one of the most ambitious shows I've seen yep. all year. It is so ambitious, it's it's kind of frightening actually. Like it's just amazing that like they would actually green light a show like this. Cause like I said, yep. this feels like something that that you know that would have come out in the seventies where they had all these really like profound ideas and yep. yeah, they didn't have the budget so this came off kinda can be, right? But right. yeah, you know what I mean the production value works though and just yes. everything has a lot of thought. Even right down to the rubber suits them um, that the, the, yeah, that the yeah. androids wear. It, I mean? it feels yeah, exactly. It feels very retro. Uh, a lot yeah, of it, it does. It does. Even right down to the um yeah. yeah, even right down to the ship itself, right? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah. Um, that sort of whistle-looking yeah, ship. Yeah, like a whistle, right? Yeah, yeah, that is very, very much like some 70s, 80s, you know, UFO thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, and just on the, on the, on the suits again, because I mean, at first when you see them, you kind of laugh, and, ah, they walk around with this rubber suit on, but when something happens to, to, to mother physically, it's like, oh, 
okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. All right, right, right. Um, good thing that you brought up um, really Scott because yeah, he also worked on this. He actually directed the first two episodes very well. Um, his right. son Luke Scott actually right, yeah, right. Scott like a, a few episodes as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I mean, shout out to Luke Scott, man. I mean, man, do anything, man. Follow any dad's yeah. footsteps. I mean, yeah, keep doing anything, man. Um, but in terms of like really Scott, it really does take you know, it does draw inspiration from well, the stuff that he's worked on before, um, right. Blade Runner, in terms of the whole existential, you know, nature of life and what it means right. to be uh, human and system. machine and robots and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's there, um, and it's there in a very like profound and very intelligent uh, yeah. way. We hold what, what? the go on. No, one, 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 one of the things work well also is because of the, the world building. Like I was not too impressed with the world building at first, but when you when the characters because of how the, the, the dialogue is so good and, and particularly well written, I mean it, it's a little hokey, but it makes sense why they would be like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very. I am a robot. I must talk like this. But right, it's right. Way but more intelligent yeah, in the way how I describe it. Huh? Exactly. Way more intelligent. Right. Yeah. Uh, but but when when they started having conversations with each other and over, and bouncing off of each other. You understand that it is a lot of time passed with this stuff. Like they, they really felt like a world lived in, and they yes. they kind of run past like all of these arguments about why could certain characters would be prejudiced in this way and that way versus this this type of thinking and how you should think about it, especially with the religiosity of it. And they make that work really well. Um, how characters would think about each other, and you really get a sense of a world lived in. Um, especially yes, especially the Matrix themselves now. Um, so it, that yeah. that really worked particularly well, I thought. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the comparison between well, mother and father, and yeah. uh, Caleb and Mary. That's that's the real names at all. I'll say, um, that's right. the comparison between those two relationships, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, at first, I was a little, little, like, little iffy about um, Caleb's transformation throughout the show, basically, because yeah, right. like he, he he starts off kind of normal, and you know, even right down to how he assumes a different personality that's all i'll say i was a little iffy at, at first but then i kind of right. I, I got into what's going on i was like yeah he was kind of put into this war and you know if there's an option for him to get out of it this is what he took right but you yeah. see how it affects his relationship well with his with his wife and his um quote-unquote son right so right. i really really dug that um but this like caleb's turned to evil like like kind of maniacal right. in a way though was, i was a little like yeah, so that Kinda, that's a, all right, that's but, the easy thing because right, well, he's a little oh, yeah. all right. Right. The thing bit. with that, yeah, the thing with that is that I'll say because it wasn't just him, some because someone else had something like that. Again, we'll kind of spoil it if we say with this. I mean, it kind of done a while now, so I suppose it's not really a spoiler. But um, uh, the well, Paul, um, uh, also has something like that happened to him. Yeah. Uh, I thought that worked as well. So it, I, it, it clearly have an answer to this to that question somewhere in the future because it's like clearly right. some talking to them right like who they think is Saul might be ultimately really sure what's going on but then the big reveal at the end I felt oh shit it might be just that you know set of people as well might be doing it right maybe yeah, um, yeah. so we'll see yeah go ahead yeah we, we'll see and I, and I actually thought like his arc was going to end but it's like well no we're, oh, we're yeah. actually going to see more of him in the, in the next season so I was like yeah well, okay well at least they will they will answer more things yeah. Um, I also dug the fact that I also love how the show was, was um, balanced in terms of how it represented science and um, religion, right? right? Um, it never, well, it may show one side to be bad or self-centered, right? But, you know, it's 
it, yeah. it kind of just shows both sides, you know, more or less fairly, yeah. right? So, yeah. it's like the show itself, and that's what I love about the show here. The show is not kind of telling you, oh, religious is, religion is a bunch of hokey, and you know, you shouldn't care right. because they have a bunch of bad people in church, blah, blah, blah. No, no, it, it, it leaves it up to the audience to kind of decide, you know, what they believe in, right? And yeah. in terms of just the the premise, right? Um, Well, how they balance those two things. Um. It feels literally like how science and religion will play out in the future. It looks yeah, yeah, like yeah, I can literally buy I, into this happening yeah. <laughs> like I, I, know, I, centuries first, in the future. Like, yeah, this yeah, is I, exactly I, I, how the church will be. This is exactly yeah. how scientists will be. I, I could buy into all that. I, I was saying, well, again, they still have okay, so one there's a character that we learn about who we are who um thing was named after. Um what do you call him? Oh gosh, boy. Uh, or oh, uh, oh, Campion. Campion. Right. Okay, right. But we know who Campion was named after. Mm-hmm. Right. We see his name, see, in the storyline. And so that is a whole thing by itself. Because one couple of questions is like, well, how come is this, this one religion seem to be the, the situation? Why does it yeah. build out like that? And it's such a seven, that's a big 70s sci fi thing, right? So that's why it didn't really bother me too much. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I hopefully, they, again, because hopefully we'll be getting a season two. I really hope this is not getting cancelled. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it should. Yeah. Uh, I want to see what they'll do, you know, with that, like explaining what's going on now. Um, yeah. Hopefully. So, whatever. We'll see. Right. Uh, just, just a few more things before I get to reading, right? I um, sure. also love how at first you're thinking, okay, well, Mother is a threat because look at how her character changes within the first half of the of the season, right? Um, to, to some terrifying levels, I was say, right? But then in the second half, it's like, oh, well, no, um, Caleb is the one. He's like the, the big antagonist in the, in the film. So I just love how the show goes back and forth. It kind of like Game of Thrones. I mean, sorry to, to throw this out here. But yeah, it has a sort of Game of Thrones style of characterization where yeah, yeah. you can point to this person and say he's a bad guy, but there's a lot of characterization in that character so you can understand, even if it's the wrong thing, why he, would, why he or she would do that, right? Um, the, the, the child actors, yeah. iffy with them because it's child actors, but I thought that, yeah, they, they did a great job. Um, um, yeah, even right good. down uh, to, to Campion, who was a little iffy with at first because he was just doing that whole, you know what I mean, father, father, you yeah, know what I mean, that, right, that British right. accent thing. But yeah. given who he is and what he went through with his siblings, without spoiling anything, um, and how he looks at his parents now, especially when you know more humans came in, worked for me. Um, yep. And, you know, it just in terms of how he was wrestling with, you know, I mean, what what my parents taught me and what these these people telling me about soul and I don't believe in soul. All these things made sense. Um, Paul, um, took a while to, to, to get, uh, took a while for me to get into because of how mysterious he was. And this is yeah. thing with him um, walking around with this mouse. Well, we see where you get right. the mouse from now. Um, and right. he sees things that other people don't, and you know, it just right. adds a little mystery right, to, right. to what's they, going they, on. Getting, so. Yeah, they, they get into an interesting thing about he, him being a quote unquote child of prophecy because of this blah 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 blah. And a lot of that was interesting in the context of the story, like because it's like, oh, it it's not true, but you know, because of this thing, oh, because other characters know what's going on, it is true, but you know, it, it's still not true. Like you know, that feedback of who believes and why, you know, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So what, what was interesting here is that um you know you think it oh it's HBO, even though it's off of HBO Max. So you think it's just gonna be a hard R and it's just gonna be, you know, right. sex and violence, stuff like that. There actually isn't that much like explicit content in it. 
right. but uh, even right down to language too, like there's there's like little to 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 know like graphic language in it, right? right. Which is which yeah. is amazing actually by HBO standards, right? Um, right. But I mean, I don't still... know, I don't ex- I don't expect it because it's like it's the future, so like whatever they will yeah, replace, yeah, yeah. they replace it with with some future with if anything. Yeah, well. yeah, 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 exactly. So it it, it kind of harkens back to that so that that sort of old school style of like um, sci-fi storytelling. And yeah, it have a lot of moments where it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, um, case in point, this this uh, uh, um this medical android that that they run into, and the way how he talks, that's right. very Star Trek. You know what I mean? And you know, right. just for them to just be like, okay, we're gonna have this archetype be in this. But he's gonna make sense in the story. I I really really dug that. So yeah, they're drawing a lot from you know classic sci-fi, um, you know um, sci-fi stories and TV shows now, which I really appreciated. Um, you're right though. The production design is excellent. Do just the choices that they they pick into the way to shoot this to, to yeah. film the story. Um, these desolate wastelands, these deserts. Um, even right down to this how the how everything looks when the the the, the temperature drops or where the weather yeah. uh, weather changes. It just gives it this really big epic feel, right? Um speaking of epic feel feel, sorry, um I really dug the music for this as well. Very yeah. cinematic, very very, very grandiose that I would say. Um the team song in particular that right. is some haunting. <laughs> that's what that's theme song, but it yeah. sticks with you do. And I uh, really dug the visuals for it. Where don't spoil anything. It's essentially like finding the beauty in destruction and death and right. hopelessness, yeah. right? Very you know post-apocalyptic existential stuff, right? Um, last things last. Um, the ending. Wow. <laughs> Left yeah. left with a lot of questions though, but there they, right. they are a few standout moments. He's in point involving murder, which was like legit some horrific stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but um what I, I, was I, I, I thought it would uh, I thought it would be was getting some actual Ridley Scott, you know, classic yes, classic like, like some alien stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but what we'll see without spoiling it is that it kind of especially when you reveal near the end, it's very much, you know, Genesis. Right, yeah. if you if you want to talk biblical, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Genesis, and it's just kind of like um, us kind of seeing that okay, well, our two leads basically are well, dot 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 dot, right? So right, 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 that right. that's more or less their point in this world, and this is why the the, the show touches so much on religion. It's like to me how I saw it, this is like everything sort of reset, but instead of humans, yeah. it's androids. But right. the Trying to understand humanity and yeah, the but yeah, but they also they also fit into a lot of other stuff. Like you know, mother was for a little point, uh, Robo Mary, right? You know, they try to do this and they explain why and it's, it's a lot of a lot of lineup stuff. Um, yeah, but it didn't yeah. feel it didn't feel too overdetermined, right? It didn't feel too much, and they're just trying to throw everything you know at the wall to make it stick. No, it was it was well done for what it was. I, I can't be. It, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so overall, while I do feel that, like for me, this is like a this is a thinking man sci-fi, right? This is one you have to go in and really like think about what's going on, right? right. I did find myself thinking a little too much, like overthinking what's going on, kind of like okay, if, what's the point? I, I'm not getting it. I'm afraid like if I don't get it, I'll hate the show. Nah. <laughs> you know what nah. I mean? Uh, yeah, but yeah. It, it just has so much other things going on. So I'm not saying you can just kind of shut your brain off and just watch it and enjoy it, but there's so much going on intellectually, you know, visually, um, that it will keep you engaged. Um, yes, 
pacing is a little iffy at times. Um, right. But I do love how these episodes run. Like, they're not overly long. They're not too short or whatnot. And there's just so much that goes on each and every episode that it will leave you thinking. And, yeah, this is one for me. I'm going to be thinking about, hopefully, for years to come. I, I'm really... I really would love to see a second season of this. There needs to be one. If they cancel this, oh gosh, please don't. Like, like I say, this is one of the most ambitious shows I've seen that that you'll see all year. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, I am I am still like baffled at how this show like even came to be, right? Yeah. But you know, think yeah, this is some kind of seventy stuff. But no, it's way more advanced than that, right? But yeah, um, rating wise, I'm gonna give this a decent, a strong four to five, man. Um, yeah. I do recommend checking it out. Um, go in with an open mind, please. Don't go in expecting this thing to be overly reliant on action and blood and violence because right. you know it's yeah. HBO. But at the same time, because they talk about religion, don't think this is all, you know, anti-religious. You know, just being shoved right. down the throat. It's just really like how i see it like this is how the future i, I would see uh yeah. how how things would play out but it kind of just leaves it up there for you to be like all right who what do you choose what do you believe and yeah. just leaves it to the audience because the show is very smart to be um to trust his audience to figure it out for themselves but i'm i'm with you ricardo there needs to be a season two for this for sure but um if you're into intellect well sorry i should say intellectual if you're into very smart very well told and well filmed sci-fi. Yeah, definitely check out Raised by Wills, man. Right. All right. So sticking with um, streaming for a little bit more, let's go to Blood of Zeus, play. Right. So <laughs> we, we go from Roman mythology to Greek mythology. Yep. 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 Uh, yep. Um, this uh, is well. I, I want you to do the synopsis for this if you don't mind. Um, right, this so- is from Powerhouse Animation Studios. Um, this is all well. Pretty much. Um, the last film, sorry, the last series that they made was the excellent Castlevania, right? Which we've reviewed. Um, they reviewed all three seasons, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We did, yeah. yeah, loved it. Yeah, yeah. We we pretty much enjoyed it for what it is. Um, very not groundbreaking, but very daring, yeah. very bold, very smart storytelling. Um, of course, pushing the envelope as far as you know violence and you know go what stuff goes i mean it's about yeah. vampires right but in this case here it's about greek gods right and just right. off the trail alone is like yeah this is going to be just as bloody as caspian i mean the title right blood of zeus okay. duh. right but anyway uh what is blood of zeus about right so well uh our our debbie god du jour this time is heron um, so Heron is a child of Zeus, but you're, and you find out pretty early that he was born of a queen. I forget the queen name, but is she's an exiled queen because of shenanigans and again Zeus. Oh, the, Zeus. The, the queen's name is Electra, actually. Okay, right, cool, right. So uh, she he, he have a kid. They is two children. They had a normal uh, human, and we'll get to him later. And then Heron, who is the son of Zeus, a demigod. And it's just, you find out that you have demons who are derived from giants who are derived from titans. <laughs> um, yeah. And I love how they, how they show it. Like, okay, this is how right. it all happened, guys. Right. Just in case you get confused. Through, through, um, through, the, through the, basically the, the, the middle history of, of the world, um, Zeus, they, they, they fight Zeus. Zeus cut the titans down. Then he cut the giants down. And then the giants become... Well, it's humans that get corrupted by the giants' bodies. Um, well, that's the whole thing. And then that is the whole story. 
And what happens is that Hephaestus steal away, well, Zeus through Hermes and Hephaestus um, steal away their souls into this box. Mm. And they well, want to kind of call it a cauldron, naturally. Right, but, right. And yeah, te- they have, technically, it's a box, right? Yeah, yeah, so they had to free them. Yeah, it's a box. It's a, it's a Pandora's box type thing, right? Mm. Seal the souls in, they want to release them. It's basically the plot to Immortals. Anybody remember that movie? Henry Cavill. You know, you know just, just to stop for a sec, right? You know, I was thinking about that same show exact while I was watching this. This same. is one of the best looking bad movies I've seen. Right, exactly. Like, sorry, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. visually, it is stunning, right? Yeah, it's, Story-wise, um, nah. it's, it's my boy. It's, it's my boy, Tassim Singh, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, I you're wanted that show to be good, but it, boy, it, it you know, I, I was so underwhelmed. I, I remember walking into <sighs> thinking, I remember, I remember with that movie, just a quick aside, I remember that movie, um, I knew that he was going to be Superman. So I was like, all right, let me just give us a chance to see what's going on. You know, if he's a good actor, how much screen presence he have, can he act, what's going on now? Because, you know, he's going to be Superman. Right. This, this is like uh, two years before Man of Steel or But we knew wow. it was announced. What's it though? I think it's like about, I think the movie came out in 2010, eh? and Oh, okay, like what, 2014? 2013, 2013. 2013, right, okay. Right, okay, okay right. Oh, 2010, all right. And I remember, I was like, hey, like, see it. And it's like, all right, you fell screen presence, but you can't, and that's exactly <laughs> what you get. That's what you get for pretty much the whole career, right? I mean, eh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, I'll say, um, okay, so that's basically it. It's just them having to stop them from releasing the Titans back, and it's just war. And I forget the, the term they use, but it's, I think, Giganto McKay was Maki, which is a classic kind of old word, basically war with giants. Um, yeah. the old, old that, that, that's the word of the day, guys. That's the word of right, the day. Right, right. Uh, that's it. I was pretty underwhelmed with this, mostly because the pacing is pretty bad. Um, I felt... Well, 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 well I, I, I think we're going to fight for this one, but... Right, um, right. What one? How no. you thoughts? What yeah, you thoughts? I hated, I hated how they reveal information. That's the problem with this. It reveals information in really bad ways. It does a bunch of bad expo dumps. Then bring it back to this, and then you learn about this character. Then another expo dump, and it's like it's good. And then everything is over this this glaring music. Now the music is good. The problem is that it's so misused in this. I felt I couldn't get into it. And All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's it's good bombastic music, but like it like chill out on the music. Now you know you know how to use it here, right? You could use it there. And you could use it in this and this, this other way. And I um I just couldn't get into this. I just thought this was so just kind of clumsy and, and not particularly well done. And I, 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 the animation looked good, but felt a little cheap. But it wasn't any more worse than Castlevania. So I like I don't know why it is I hated the animation in this more than I did um Castlevania. But I just couldn't get into this as much as I, I thought I would have. It's good, but it doesn't do anything interesting with the material. And you know, as I said before, it's it's just it's basically the Tassim Singh film just extended out and slightly better, slightly better written. Um, but I couldn't get into this one as much as, as you know, I think it's because more palette, you know, gone to such heights with um, with with um, Raised by Wolves. This was a so weak in comparison. I think that was the problem. I think I, if I went in a little clearer, I would have enjoyed this a little more. That's it. I okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, here's the thing. I I enjoyed the show for what it was, um, though I did feel like I should have enjoyed this more, or maybe the show itself could have satisfied me a lot more than it did. Like, um, right. not saying that I went in with expectations high, but I just felt like it could have given me a little bit more oomph for me to be like, 
yeah, this is was, top ten for me. Like it, it, it just it, feels it like there was there was something missing. Either something missing, or it just felt like it, it like, came across. I don't know. Like it just felt like a um light L I T E version of what it could have been. Something, yeah, it came you know out, I mean? it came across a little self serious for me. Um, a little I won't say outright say pretentious, but a little bit. But it's Greek mythology, so it's like it's supposed to be. And it it just plays things so straight and not not a, because it, I don't think they they bring anything new to the table with, with respect to the material. I can get into it now. Because I, okay, just, well, 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 I understand that, and I feel yeah. I have a feeling that for for people who's like real, you know, real diehard, um, you know, Greek mythology fans, yeah, yeah they're gonna come I mean, out of I'm, this like yeah, but, I I'm, you know, because I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a big yeah I'm not a big myth nerd per se per se, but I at least you have. Yeah, but you had to mix it up enough for me to get it. Like, I know enough to know, all right, this is what this is, and that is that was. And I, I don't need to do a Google to know what it is. So you had to kind of do something interesting with material, but they don't, they don't do anything interesting with it, um, in my opinion. I don't really care for any of the arcs. None of the arcs too interesting. Um, the, the, well, the, when, they, when they find out who the brother is, I was like, all right, that kind of thing. But I kind of call that almost immediately. So it's like, it's for a younger audience. So, you know, you know, I'm, the guy, I'm the guy who too old for this. Too too jaded for the stupidness. Who could take? I think that is the problem. Unlike right. something like um, again because because I'm comparing it to to Raised by Wolves, which really had layers and material to the, to the material. Um, this was a side well, just a straightforward thing. in comparison, at least. Right, right. Well, I I understand. Um, and you know, well, oh gosh, you, you you're comparing something complex to something that could have been right. complex, but right. not too complex given what it is, right? But all right, so. I just want to just get my issues out of the way before I get to good and then to read it, right? The thing is, well, well my, my issue with it mainly is the material itself, right? right. It's Greek mythology. Um, we've seen yeah. these things portrayed on screen hundreds of times, right? Yeah. And for what they were going for, I felt like it was kind of harkening back to 80s, you know, fantasy, epic fantasy and adventure films, right? Right. Um, which is why the, the score, which I dug, um, feels so large and light and so bombastic. Um, I was really impressed by the by the um, by the music itself, the composition, everything. Um, you know the 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 chorals, um, the well, the choral music that they use here. Um, you know, I mean the strings and how operatic and dramatic everything felt. Right. I do agree that it's overused. Like every single scene needs to be so, you know what I mean? But I was saying, but, but, but it, not, it, not it all real, of it is, but it just feels like bit everything is just so over the top there. Yeah. But because they go in for that approach with the music, you think the source material will just be like, well, in this film, in this show here, we'll be like, okay, well, we, we go in large and life, we be bombastic. Let's really give the audience what it is we want. And it's only like in the last, like it throughout the show, you, you see those moments, right? But especially like in the last two episodes where the gods go down against the the giants, that's where you really got that bombastor. But yeah, leading up to the bombastor, it was I, 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 once again I had to use this again, typical Game of Thrones stuff. Like yeah. I don't know, I I know that's like the term that you use these days when it comes to complex characters. Who would do right. like really like bad things, but right. there's a reason behind it. So the uh, reason being is the character of Seraphim, right? Who is that other son of Electra, right. right? And then like when he comes off, he is just brutal. 
he is just like this evil SOB and you're like wow yeah. this man is so here and then they try to explain his backstory um, which I would like you say Ricardo really does rely too much on exposition dubs to be this actually like two or three episodes yeah. no actually yeah two to three episodes actually dedicated basically to flashbacks yeah I'm like alright yeah. but I'll peace and do I like I get no no yeah that's not what he's going for but um, this... a, a story had to be told we, we keep going back to explain how he get born and how Heron got born and why Zeus do this and you know what I mean it's it just keeps going back a lot though, which I understand, but they spend so much time doing it. It's almost like a chunk of the episode is dedicated to right. explaining why this character is who he is or who she yeah, is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, um, I didn't hear that. That's not the worst thing. Even you need to, like, you know, piece it out and cut it together a little better. I think the editing I, I, and the. Another problem I had was the action was kind of underwhelming. Um, it had some good action, it, it big. But because they didn't do nothing compared to Castlevania, which had some kick-ass but fight sequences, this not so much. It was like, all right, it, well, it, it, I would admit they kind of cut their way around certain shots. Right. Like, they didn't right. leave the, you know, like they didn't leave the the, the shot itself to to run as long as right. it should. It's just like one cut, the next cut, right. the next cut. Like it's not overly I, cut, but it's just I, not I, enough I think... for you to really get into. Oh, this is what's going on. You know what I mean? Everything right. is it's quick, but a little choppy at times. You know? Right. And I think I think one of the problems too is because you're already familiar with these these characters or this mythology, they didn't do anything interesting. And I keep saying they didn't do anything interesting with it. So I thought they would they didn't get interested with none of the like what we expect these characters to do because I I kind of already see smarter and, and and more interesting versions of these characters and and more cooler versions of these characters in like God of War, for example. Or, yes, yes, yes. You know that's the problem. So when I when you see say something like um, Ares fighting, what do you call him? Uh, uh, um, he, when, he, when he fought, um, okay, I thought when he, when he fought Hermes, uh, right? Yeah, that yeah, fight was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. still it's cool, but it's like eh, they could do more with this. None of the none of the fight sequences was was particularly interesting or, or thing. It's just a lot of it was just underwhelming. Not bad, eh? Not bad. Yeah, it's still looking, it's still thing, but it's like I not it not open me. It not not it not engaging as 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 it could have been. Anyway. Right, but but this right. So this get back to the the characters, right? So yeah, I felt like okay, like I really dug Seraphim as the as the antagonist. Um, but yeah, it does the whole game of truth thing. Like they just spend a lot of time on him, just yeah. like I mean, who killed my mother and who yeah, killed yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I must find the person who killed this, and I must yeah. exact my revenge in this like really brutal right. fashion and blah. And, and it's it, 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 almost yeah. like all right, guys. We 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 and know I, like you understand this is the character, have, but but you give him a bomb mass, and now you give him a, like this right. overly serious moment of felt, like violence. Here's yeah, the thing with with a, with a show like this. I felt if they went with a different pantheon, it would have probably worked. That's the only pro- the problem is that because we already know Greek now, that's the problem. Like in my opinion, that's just that. Like if it was the exact same thing, but it was like the Egyptian pantheon or the Mexican pantheon or something like that, it would probably work. But because I already know what Hera about and why she think Hera jealous of a mortal woman, okay. And Zeus is a horn dog, all right. And you know, it just went through the same beat that I was accustomed to. Does it but yeah, so it's that. Yeah, yeah. But um just to close off on that little nitpick, right? Um the, the first episode actually opens with, you know, some well, I forgot what the what the text says, but essentially, see, you know, these these ledgers have been passed down through time. Yeah. Some of the some some bits of the story have been um, forgotten. Um, this is a version of the story, basically. So right. it kind of sets up early on that this is a story that you know, but there's something a little bit different, right? So 
for me, I didn't really let that bother me that much. So I imagine right. if you're like a real Greek mythology nerd, you'd be like, well, no, that didn't happen. And this thing and right. this thing, oh, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's telling a story. Speaking of story, I thought that it was about, it was going to be about Heron. Um, right. I, I mean, I know the title Blood of Zeus, right? So it's about his sons, right? It's about his bastard. So it's um, Heron, it's Seraphim. They even touch right. a little bit on Hermes at a point in time. You know I mean? Not too much. But I felt that, personally, there wasn't enough Heron. Like, okay, right. like, it would be... It, like, I think the story is going to be about him, but then it will stop, and it will be about Zeus. And then it will stop, and then it will be about, about Seraphim. Then it's about Seraphim again. Then it's about Hera. Then it's about... Um, you know what I mean? Just different characters just kind of bouncing back and forth. Um, on the side in terms of world building, like, you know, it's not just... Once again, Game of Thrones. Sorry, yeah. it's, it's that. You know, it's not just about one character. It's about everyone, basically. But even when you think it's about everyone, uh, you have characters like Apollo, and they reveal a little shot about him. But I don't see that right. you should kind of explore that more. But, I mean, Apollo was dread when he was there. How come they didn't touch on him that much? Right. Uh, same thing goes with, with Ares. I mean, it's Ares. Right. Like, he was just there literally... In the background, why I didn't understand that. Um, even the, the little side characters who Heron confronts later on in the second half, uh, these slaves basically like I thought we would have got a little bit more moments with them, but they were just there to just follow Heron on this duty, and you know, that that's it basically, right? So, yeah, even with its eight episode run, I felt they could have kind of zeroed in on some more characters. So, right. on to the good. I thought that the animation, for the most part, was solid. It wasn't amazing, yeah. it wasn't mind-blowing. But I love how, like, even right now, even the same thing with um, Castlevania, but I thought you, you saw it more here. These guys, well, the, the studio behind us, really harkening back to old-school anime. The way how, you know what I mean, the use of shadow, the use of specific colors and all that kind of stuff to emphasize a mood. You know what I mean? You really, really get that with the show here. This one, compared to, to, to Castlevania, has a more anime feel, you know what I mean, in my opinion. Um, the music, which I touched on earlier, I, I still dug, even though there's a lot of it. Um, and I made a post on Facebook, I said, Netflix need to put out a soundtrack for this way, because, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. Paul Edward Francis, who worked on this, I, I think that he just outdid himself with this score. Boy, this is masterful. You, you could complain about how much it's used, you know what I mean? Um, you know what's actually of actually, uh, ironically, Man of Steel, which... Right. Had a lot of music, <laughs> a lot right. of Hans Zimmer. When you know, what I mean, like even in the dramatic moments, there was just music playing. <laughs> it's right. just, just like that. But a score needs to be put for this boy because the effort that they went into making the score so epic, boy. Right, but they, but they make sure you piece. hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in your face, boy. It's all in your face. But it it worked in terms of once again the bombast of the show, but. Last thing I'll say before I get to read it, but you know, in terms of that, you think that the show itself would have had a little bit of a little bit of fun. You know, what I mean, I'm not saying that right. all Greek mythologies be so for fun, but because they have them back to E.T.'s adventure with that music, um, E.T.'s adventure for the most part had some fun yeah. elements in it too. But so it, it, this no, one, like you say, just had this kind of well, it have a couple of like jokey moments, a little yeah. <sighs> moments, yeah. but overall is just intense, which. I get because of yeah, the nature of the uh, show, but a little self-serious in my opinion. Yeah, not a couple little moments. You got to make reference to, to like I thought it had a, it was a kind of a blatant reference to Clash of the Titans. 
um, with the with the with the owl and thing. Yeah, um, yeah, boo boo. Which which are which right. are which are cut? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. That, that, Right, uh, <laughs> yeah. e- e- even even the the guy who created him, I, I forgot his name. They even Professors? like touch on, right. They, yeah, they even touch yeah. on him. They just kind of mention him a few right. times, and he just there in the background, like okay, right. well, you know what I mean. So they kind of brought a little bit, but bit of the charm that made those ETs, you know, epic fantasy adventure films worthwhile now. Because I mean, that's where you're going for with the music, right? But mm-hmm. it's Game of Thrones. It's Basically, that same dark formula that worked with with Castlevania, and I guess that's what we could we could kind of argue about if that dark feel of Castlevania, that sort of nihilistic feel, no, works but, 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 in but, but, no, that's the, that's the thing. It's, it's two different types of aesthetics of the mythology. Right, Castlevania meant to be this kind of dark fantasy stuff, and it's Dracula, so it works. Um, but this is like really, it's always a go so dark and serious business. Uh, for the Greek mythology and the Greek pantheon, you sure? I know, right? Like, like yeah, you, could, you could be violent to do. Like, yeah. fine. I mean, we've had immortals. We've had stuff. Even, oh gosh, uh, uh, forgive me for saying this. Like, the Clashy Titans remakes and, you know, Ratty okay, Titans yeah, and all Yeah, those are terrible. Yeah. Those are terrible, yes. But, yeah, like, exactly. they, they, yeah. they went for that peach to rated. That's yeah, exactly. all I say, right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, even those had a little bit of, like, fun in it. Now, you know what I mean? Because of how over the top they were. And I felt that they could have just had a balance with it. Like, all right, right, give you the dark stuff, but also give you a little fun adventure stuff too. You know what I mean? But right. overall, I I I still look for what it is though. Um, I would say if you are a Greek mythology nerd, you probably wouldn't like it. You'll just be nitpicking this thing. But right. if you just want to see something unique, a little bit different as far as anime goes, um, yeah, I would say check this out, man. This 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 isn't half bad, and um, I just hope that with the second season, which I hear we're supposed to get, I really hope that they do you know fix its errors like this okay. is a full season so it have a little full I, don't, season I don't know issues, I don't, but i thought the nature of the story was kind of one off like okay all right well they, they uh, deal well with the so okay, true, I, know true, true, but, but, going, I know we get a second season all right no problem yeah well i i, I suspect i don't know for sure but i think it okay. does especially with the stinger that they have at the, at the end right but um okay i do hope that with the second season they kind of figure themselves out like you don't have to be Castlevania again, but with yeah. Greek gods, you know. So, right. rated wise, I'll still go for uh, a lighter, decent three and a half out of five. Man, it's worth no check problem. it out. If you have four hours roughly to kill, um, give it a look. It's yeah. actually a longer, like each episode is actually longer than your average animated show on Netflix. So just be right. wary of that. Um, and you'll have quite a lot to enjoy. I mean, especially with the visceral action trills, right? But um, it does get rather self-serious and dark at times and you're kind of wondering well why <laughs> give me the source material but i mean it is what it is i just hope that if we do get a second season they just kind of improve on the little you know flaws with the season have but don't let the flaws take you away from watching it at least check it out like i said like four hours and you know make your judgment from there yeah, uh, Ricardo. Ask what's the reason on Blood Zeus. Yeah, um, as I say, it, I really wish they, if they could have, they could have do this a little, little more clever, come up with some more interesting with it. I felt either have your um, final production be really exciting, which I, I was not. I was a little bored with a lot of this, or come up with a new take on it. Like if they, if they made this um, blood of whoever the head guy of of say as another um, mythology or, or pantheon was, it would have worked for me. Um, mm. But but because it's Greek and we we, we tell over Greek ten thousand times already, so like I already enough. Um, some other ten still. I mean, it's still reasonably well made. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I don't hate it or anything like that. It's just you know I I, I wanted them to just kind of make a bit 
slightly bigger effort on this one, but it was still good. Still fine. Right. Nice, nice, nice. All right. And last but not least, let's talk about Borat's subsequent movie film. Right. Or if you want to call it by the full title, Delivery of Prodigious Bribe to American Regime for Meek Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Right. Kazakhstan, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to be real easy, you can just call it Borat too, right? So, right. Um, Ricardo, if you don't mind, I just want you to do the synopsis on sure. the show, right? So, but, right? so, just to begin, just to begin, I just want to just talk quickly about my history in Borat, right? So, um, right, sure. Didn't grow up on the Dali G show. I got into it a right. little bit later. Uh, really, really dug that show. I think that show is excellent, right? Yeah. Um, and really, that was, well, actually that and Ali G in the House, which came out in 2002, that was my true introduction to Sacha Baron Cohen, right? Yeah. Um, even though we could all agree that that movie is the weakest out of his, the Ali G show um, movie incarnations, I still do enjoy it as his dumb stoner comedy you know what I mean? right. <laughs> and it just have so much quotables in it. like, it's just one of those dumb movies that I can just watch and crack up of right but really where he showed for me where I was like okay this is who he is we, this is who he really needs to be is when um, 2006 uh, Borat movie came out right Right. Um, which I believe we didn't get in theaters I was just hearing about it uh, well, I, you know, I actually that... saw it I saw it here in oh Sun- it, it was yeah, I saw it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's my bad, my bad. It, it was, it was. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot. But yeah, I, I didn't see it in theaters. I, I saw it on DVD um, right. afterwards, right? Um, and it's a good thing that I actually rewatched, you know, the first Borat in pre- uh, preparation for this. Okay, yeah, that to me is one of the best comedies of yeah, the 2000. Yeah, me too. It yeah. is hands down one of the best. It is so razor sharp, so funny, so witty. And what really yeah. made it work is how it's able to blend. Well, unscripted, you know, uh, four documentary moments, right. uh, vulgar, practical jokes, and of course, this loose, you know, running uh, scripted narrative, basically. And Sasha just blends all these things effortlessly, in my opinion. He yeah. is that character of Borat, and that's how he makes this whole thing works whilst exposing, you know, just the, the dark sheeniness of Americans. It just worked for me, right? Uh, Bruno, which came out a couple of years afterwards, I remember that was not in theaters in Trinidad right. because of its, well, because of its transgressive content, right? Uh, and yeah, let's be real, you know, it's, well, Bruno, Bruno is a. Uh, uh, homosexual in the so yeah but I never I, I got into that years later and yeah. I thought it was just as good but not as great as Borat yeah. uh, as Bo- well, it, it's, it's, it's very very those, hilarious too it had the same problem that Bo- it had the problem of coming after Borat so it was that, like that's all right, the problem yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. at, at it's the same, same bit yeah. yeah everybody was quoting Borat lines but you know Bruno is like not so much right but right. What, what I give credit to, to Bruno for is that it runs for 82 minutes, right? That's the length of the entire movie. And yet there's no moment where you, you're kind of clocking out, you're tuning out it. Everything yeah. is just so fast, so quick, right? And just joke after joke after joke. And it works, it works, right? Uh, I did not see The Dictator. I actually forgot that movie existed. Right. I think that was like his... Him trying to do Borat again, but it didn't work. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, last thing that I'll say before we get to your history, the you know Sasha and the Borat, you know the characters basically for the allergy show. Uh, nobody saw this movie here, the sequel coming. I remember when the trailer came out, I was like, yeah, 2020 needs this trend because of how sucky it was as far. 
I just kind of went and thinking, okay, well, he's just going to lay it on the line. He's just going to let us know what's real, you know what I mean? But in his absurd, humorous manner. And we, we, we'll we talk about whether he did that successfully or not, right? But, yeah. uh, Ricardo, your your history with Sasha, the Ali show characters. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't the biggest fan of Ali G show back in the days. I was familiar with it. Uh, I watched a little bit after it, but I wasn't... And I'm familiar with the movie. But I wasn't into it that much. But then Borat came and went, and I was like, "All right, this is this is something interesting." Um, what is interesting about Borat? It was it hit the nail on the head of a particular thing of political counterculture. Because okay, so uh, there's a there's a video. Lindsay Ellis did a video about why the music, the counterculture aspect of music, didn't really take off in the two thousands. Right, great video. And I would argue as a kind of quick counterpoint to that that where the counterculture mindset shifted was the comedy right so we didn't get some great rock album that was anti-war or something like that it ended up manifesting in the form of john stewart and stephen colbert that, right. that is what happened and Borat was perfect in that timing where right? he came out i think at the tail end of the bush administration yes. um everything was just a- emphasis on timing and eh? we will talk about yes. timing in the, right, right. In the review for this one here yeah. and it was it was it was super it was like just so great and funny the only thing i'll say and this is only something i noticed in retrospect uh is that it, they, they 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 throw kazakhstan under the bus for no good reason and that is a whole kind of troublesome aspect of comedy a little, a little problematic because like one of my favorite people is kazakh and she absolutely hates the movie for that um that is um <laughs> well, alexander well. Yeah, 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 you know, stuff like that. Like, like I, because when I when Borat first was conceived, I thought the character was supposed to be Middle Eastern, like, like Iranian or something, no? because yeah. of the whole the blatant anti-Semitism stuff, which is very prevalent in, um, in Middle Eastern countries. But I thought that was the case for Kazakhstan. I thought Kazakhstan was this big anti-Semitic country. Go to show, uh, look, kind of look it up, and it really isn't. It's just this kind of unnecessary kind of dig at Kazakhstan. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Like, like you would take in the background, like, okay, well, why don't you just invent a new country so you wouldn't like right. literally yeah, yeah, like yeah. this? But yeah, guess I'm right, some generic. Yeah, but I don't, uh, I don't know why, why is this is my opinion, you know? Yeah, there's all, there's all these dumb jokes about Uzbekistan and things. I was like, oh, where is coming from? Um, but yeah, uh, this this one, yeah, this they, one. They, they make they make inferior potassium. <laughs> right, there's all dumb shit like that, and I don't know, I I don't get where why Tron, like I don't get the. By the way, it's like a bit. And you know, yeah, you just have an idea and a bit, and you stick to it. Um, but like the person I, I talking about is Alexandra Elbakian, if you know who she is. Uh, she's a, a brilliant computer programmer and something like that. So she's like, right. I don't get where, where, where they're coming from. Anyway, um, but other than that, I, I really, really loved the, the movie. It was very, very hilarious and funny. It, it knew exactly what to do with respect to the material in terms of making jokes about America, prejudice, you know, the, the regressive nature of the United States of, of a lot of conservative culture in the United States and whatnot. That's that Barack Cohen's whole bag, right? And he set up himself. And then it ended up shaping the whole landscape for the next, well, for the better part of five years, right? In terms of how we talk about, you know, what comedy should do. Uh, but a yeah. lot of people... Um, and it also, it also, sorry to cut you, it also put documentaries back on the map, though. Like people who... Well, well you know, who, who probably yeah. would not have watched a documentary to save their life. is just like, oh... Right. It wasn't new to Borat even at the time, but it, the documentary aesthetic was done so well in this film. I mean, that first film. Oh, right. Uh, well, the mockumentary style. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's right. this, 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 right. That, that, that aesthetic of it, it feeling 
non-contrived and, and you know realistic. But in the case of Borat, because it blends so well with the editing and, and how people's reactions were, a lot of people sort of copy that um, on YouTube or it is, you know, all of these prank videos and all that bullshit. You know. Clearly, no one did it anywhere near as well as he did, but um, they make it work. It have a lot of, you know, very, very few, um, what's called it, boy, what's the documentary, um, the fake documentary on Netflix, I forget the name. Um, shit, shit, oh, shit. I, I know you talk about American um, Vandal, right? Yeah, American Vandal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So everybody started like you take a documentary, popular documentary style, and then you, you replicate it. And he did that really, really well, and it made it work. And so ultimately, um, you know, he became a kind of victim of his own success, right? It's on one note joke that goes on indefinitely about backward people in the United States, but they realize, oh, wait, America just as backward, and you know, he will say something very frank and blatant, but then you realize, oh, shit, like, people actually think like that and approach like that. And that kind of feeds into the second film really, really well because they do this great meta-commentary about, well, what if Borat the film actually exists and Borat has to now make a second film? They do this really funny in-joke about that. Yes, uh, yes, I thought yes. that was quite clever as the central premise. I, look, I thought I frankly thought that Borat 2 would be virtually impossible to make. But given the circumstances, it was actually quite, quite well done. Um, for what it was uh, the second film so the whole second film now is that is him you know having to fix the mistake of the first film and then he brings his daughter as a as a effort in this this scam to get the united states to well apologize and work out um the 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 the, 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 the to make cast and not good look as bad and if you don't do it you'll be executed it's like yeah. the whole yeah, and yeah then that, that, that's this, it yeah, and they go into this this great, great um, run through with it. And this second film is nowhere near as funny as the first one. But no, it's, still, it's not. But it's still pretty good. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was still... Um, I, 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 I thought still... so... it was still pretty good for what it was. Um, they, they had some great jokes, but again, because you already know the joke, you're kind of not really that impressed with the whole thing, right? Um, it's it still does a lot of anti-Semitism. They do a great joke with the Holocaust. I liked that that double flip. Um, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny for what it was. The daughter, the daughter is good. She's pretty good on what her arc is involved in the storyline. And, and that actress is pretty good. In terms of like that, her chemistry with Cohen is great. The problem is that two things. One, the contrivances of the scenarios. You're not sure how contrived it was, but it felt very contrived because of the editing. Again, because we are accustomed to the material. We, we you know. And then secondly... I thought the big finale scene I thought was 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 that was hyped up um involving Rudy Giuliani wasn't all that funny to me. Actually it had it had two jokes after that was much funnier to me. Um mm. in the actual end of the, the storyline. But the that actual thing that was hyped up a lot wasn't all that funny. And I'll admit, if I went in blind, I'd probably have enjoyed more. But I was just kinda underwhelmed by that. It's like, okay, I, I get where they edit and where they cut here and all right, okay. That is it. And it's kinda funny, but whatever. If you're a big anti-Rudy Giuliani person, then I suppose it was funny. And then, well, it, it's very blatant in terms of politicization. Um, we know what it was doing in the end, and it was like, okay, that real blatant and obvious. But I didn't have a big problem with that, given the, the context of the storyline. It works for what it is, um, but nowhere near as good as the first one because, you know, time. Time destroys yeah. comedy. Sorry, sorry to say it. And comedy has the shortest, shortest self, shelf life. So once you tell a joke, you kind of, unless literally holds that guys forget that kind of humor was a thing, and now it you reinvented for a new generation. It not enough time passed for that to happen with this. So um, I really liked it for what it was. I got 
It have a lot of, it have a great, all I'll say it have a great, it have two Kevin Spacey jokes at the end that are great. Oh, <laughs> I uh, yes, I, I picked I up on both, them. Both those jokes were great, two of them. It have two, uh, uh, a fictitious Kevin Spacey joke and then a real world Kevin Spacey joke and both were very fun. That had me cracking up. Um, yeah, but everything yeah. else was like, everything else was still, okay, I get a joke, it, it, that kind of funny. Is all right, you know, we're talking about America. It does work in terms of like, well, people actually use humor to mask like pol- um, political paradigms and, and seeing how things are realistic in its own way. Like, it, it does, it was quite prescient in that way because the political landscape ended up becoming that. Like, people start copying humor and then utilizing and weaponizing humor um, for the in, in a really dark and bad way. You know, see South Park, see a lot of these alt right types who does you know, make humes, memes and whatever it is, is that. Uh, but, the, but the film, you know, does make a reference to a lot of it and you can see uh, who it pisses off and whatnot. Um, it did work for me, but I didn't love it as much as I could have. Anyway, that's just my little first take on it. Yeah, um, I'm, in, I'm on the same boat with you. Um, I, I was cracking up with it. I, I, I really thought it was funny when it was funny. Yeah. Um, but at times though some of the jokes didn't land I yeah. did feel like the pacing was kind of off at points I'll explain what I mean in a bit um, and no it is not as funny as the original film and I can't really say uh, yeah. well yes the main yeah. thing is because of that length of time like, I mean the first one was what 2006 and now we're back here 2020 with us right now that's not to say that they probably should have put this out a few years before and again, I, like deep down inside, I, like I, I wish that they did. Like it could have capped, it could have ended off the decade on such a strong note. But because of what's going on here right now, you know, with the elections coming up and well, the, the pandemic is like okay, well, we could kind of bring this back here, bring right. this goofy character to to address that, right? right. Um, I do feel that the, the the political aspect of it. Okay, and by the way, we are not Americans, so you know, we we we're not gonna take every single. You know, political job too much, right? Well, we, you do, but right. we, 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 we are aware of those, right? But um, I feel that the whole, like, I felt that there should have been less political elements in the show because right. uh, to me, it just kind of made it feel like it's about 2020, guys. This is what it right. is. So it make, it'll yeah. make it feel dated um, in the long run, right? Like, will anybody really care about, um, you know, well, what happened with, um, with with Giuliani, I mean, like, right. well, well, you know, if, if it gets us it, right? Because um, even like with the first film, I guess it had political things about it, right? But it it just kind of, to me, it just kind of felt like it was about that decade itself, or at least that right. uh, early to mid two thousands. Here's like the decade now start. This thing is is here. Okay, we could argue this stuff was kind of going on a couple of years back, but still is like okay, but we making this to 2020 now so right. five years from now am i really gonna care about this and then even worse now well, it could kind of tell it's like it's about the elections kind of right. and even with I, the the, the uh, release of this too it'll be roughly a couple weeks before um the american elections it's like all right well after the elections will it really matter right next year would it matter i don't know you know what i mean right. so that's that's the right. issue really hurt in the show here but yeah go on yeah, no, um, I don't know. In some ways, I feel like it could have a, a longer shelf life than the original because the original was just a one-note joke. Like, this one was right. actually about something. Like, I, I get what you're trying to do. and it, But because it was so it was so contrived, it was more about, well, it's a, more like a skit and it, it felt way less verity. Right. Um, I understand, I understand, yeah. 
my I don't really appeal to that. But then I could imagine that a younger audience would be like, no, 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 they don't really care about the variety stuff. The variety stuff funny to me, but not to other people. Like I like yeah. the variety style and that 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 type of humor work for my generation. But like a Gen Z would wouldn't care. Like I, I don't right. think they may or may not care. And I don't, I, I get the feeling that this is more made for the Gen Z than the, the the you know the millennial like like me and you, right? So I I don't know where where the humor would land in that sense. Um, but because I am a big fan of the whole, oh, this is realistic and it's real people's emotions stuff, it kind of works, kind of, but I get, and I get all of the, the, the conservative stuff, like, it had this, uh, one scene that I thought was legit funny is when she met a bunch of conservative women and she had to, she had a, uh, something to oh, get off oh, her chest, which was yes, pretty funny. Yes, that was um, pretty funny. Because that, that felt genuine and, and great, but then it, it, I had another scene that was like, oh, I just feel, I have no idea if that, those guys sign off on that. And that just felt um, really, really contrived involving Borat um, in, in quarantine. It's oh, yes, of, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, it's just like, it's like, like funny, for, but... Yeah, yeah um, but, what, what were you saying, though, like, the, the first part of it, like, when he meets them and he went, he goes over to their place and, you know, right. he's talking about the, the virus, that was funny. But then it goes into this rally, which I felt was trying to be well too hard well, it's, yeah. it, it, it's similar to like um when um borat did the whole rodeo thing in the first show right and when right. bruno was doing the mixed martial arts thing right. uh sorry the boxing thing near the end right it's all about getting this whole group of people you know what i mean and you're you playing right. into the character and you're getting to expose them by seeing or doing something that you're like right. yeah you know what i mean he's doing yeah. that but in this case it just felt so like it just wasn't as funny or as sharp as it should have been right, right. um um, also, like, okay, like, one thing I do appreciate, right? This is kind of good, right? I do appreciate how it tries to make Borat a lot woker now, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, the right. jokes that he would, or, like, the stuff that he would have addressed back in 2006 would fly now, especially with um, right. in terms so, of gender politics, you know what I mean? Right. So, so this, that's why they have was... the daughter character, though, which, yes, I appreciate that. I actually do, do, do respect and love the fact that the they modernize his character. Like, he can't be the okay. same um, closet misogynist. <laughs> like he well, no, I mean, they, 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 still, they still did it in its own way, and I get it, like, it's this kind of, you know, you know, fake sense of progress with respect to that, but it, I get what he was going for with it. That was, I was on the fence about this, because it's not particularly well executed. I, even though I like the idea, I didn't feel particularly well, well executed overall, but I thought, because she had such good chemistry, and her arc worked, yeah, it, it does, it does. And by the way, right. uh, Maria Bakalova, who plays um, Borat's daughter, right. excellent, excellent performance. She she had me going, and you buy into her being the way how she is, why she will feel the way she feels and want to change them for the better. Um, right. I even hear now that, that Sasha tried to get her petitioner to be nominated for Academy Award. I don't okay. know, I mean, but okay. Okay. given the stuff that she do with it, boy, yeah, I, I, you, you're, yeah, yeah, you're really sure they want to nominate for an Academy Award, like, you know, right. just just see. No, they, 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 had, they had some pretty good bits for what it was. I, I thought they, they, they made it work um, involving that, but again, because, here's the problem. You're, you're doing something, you're, you're, the only problem with, with punch-up, punch punch-and-dunk humor is that when you put yourself in that space, you have to kind of just kind of stick to it. So when you try to backpedal and try to avoid punching down human stuff, it doesn't really work anywhere as near as well. Um, I'll give you an example. SNL recently had a skit about um, sex tourism in Africa. You know, the whole... Oh, I, I saw that with, with Adele and right, she was right. cracking up. And, and it's, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, when you think about it... Which I it, guess, but at the same time, it's like... It's, right. 
good taste. Not really. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like I totally understand the joke, but it, it just it does stick because of that. No, because of the humor evolving. You're now wondering where you know where it is. You, you should um. You still have to throw somebody down uh, under the bus in a sense because of the nature of the the material. Whilst it would have fly totally fly back in the in the two thousands or nineties, right? Um. One yeah. reason why Brooklyn Nine Nine has worked so well, right? Because they they really avoid any kind of punching down in that sense. Um, I have one small problem with Brooklyn Nine, but that's a different discussion, right? Uh, but that's the problem. Now, for for Borat to try to pivot now, it really works so well because now the, it's like, all right, you're just preaching instead of doing the joke now because there's no joke now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, um, what, what, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Uh, what what it reminds me of actually, um, Bill and Ted saves the world, right? Where right, you right. Know, we have to show our characters older, and you know, they they're not the same. Right. Guys that they used to be, and they have daughters now, so you know they they see the world differently now. So I I, I get that. I felt like this is what they were going for with um with the show here, especially right. with the length of time you know I mean between shows. Um, although I will I will say that this one please that father daughter thing way better than Bill and Ted. Like as a whole, right. I actually prefer this right. movie over Bill and Ted as far as oh, no, yeah, by far okay, like this you know like this like is... oh this is the old like this is our crazy character get old now i think this one does it way better than um because right. for, for one thing you still get that that crass humor you still get that vulgarness right um it, it, and how they they come up with these jokes on the fly especially one scene involving cake that's all you say i love right. how they play that off but it has it has some genuine heart into uh, heart in right. it no you know Right. Um, which which I understand, I respect, but uh, I felt like if you would just compare it to the first movie, like what made the first movie work is that yes, it had a very very loose narrative about yeah. him trying to get to Pamela Anderson, right? But right. here is like okay, we will go in one place, um, but it kind of doesn't go there. Well, it, it involves um, it involves Mike Pence, and then afterwards, right. well, the Mike Pence thing didn't work, and they have this little bit in the show where the title of the movie will change from. From Mike Pence thing right. to something else. It's like okay, okay, okay. But I just felt like because they, they they want to tell a narrative, when it comes to the unscripted parts, now it's kind of you could kind of tell what you could kind of tell even more what is unscripted and okay. what is. You know what I mean? Because it just yeah, problem, doesn't yeah. have a strong or a loose, if you want to say, um, narrative. You know, connecting everything there. So at the yeah. end of the day, what I'm trying to say is the whole Pamela Anderson Anderson thing in the first movie that was not the point of the show. It was just really about this foreigner coming to America, okay. learning about all these things, and it just so happens that he saw this thing with Pamela Anderson. Here, it's like we 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 come to America, but it's for a purpose now, right. and we have to kind of let the audience know that we're going to tell actual story here right. with real stakes and whatnot. Right. Um, but unfortunately, it just kind of hurts the you know the the unscripted parts that we, that we kind of yeah. come to enjoy. Which leads me now to the to the Giuliani scene, right? The controversial Giuliani scene, right? Um, which I try to be as blind as uh, uh, of going in, um, right. but I do f- like I understand the controversy. But he, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things. Like if you like really hate this guy, I I have no issue with him. That's not saying I support him. I just don't know that much about him to say, oh, he's a scumbag and whatnot. I mean, right, right. sorry, I'm I'm turning that in, right? But it wasn't like okay, well, he deserves every single thing that happened here. But because the show trying to blur, you know, trying to trying to tell a narrative whilst doing the whole unscripted stuff, you're kind of wondering now if this moment, even though it played out, it did play out the way how both parties, as in um, Sasha and Maria, expected, right? Right. Um, 
now you're wondering if this was the whole point of the movie. Like, if you know, you're it was yeah, all exactly. about them just, just this, doing yeah. this one thing, and then we're gonna take that now, and this we're gonna we're gonna build our narrative from that one moment. So that's where the whole daughter thing comes in. So it 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 just it's just in this uneven balance now. So you're not sure if it's all in good taste or not, right? And right, right. I really think that that holds back the show. But as a whole, um, I still appreciate it for it. Is I still I still felt it was funny. Um, it's, right. The, the sequel worked, right? But it just could have been better for what it is right. in my opinion. Um, yeah. So rate wise, I'm gonna give this uh, lighter, decent three and a half out of five, man. If you're right. a board fan, check it out. If you're not on board, if you were never on board the train, do butter. But don't go ahead expecting this thing to be like the most shocking thing of the year. I mean, many people will see it right. is, but okay. no, not really, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me, um, just last little thing. I yeah, I uh, didn't expect a Borat sequel to be even be pulled off. So it was pretty good for what it is. Uh, it have a lot of great jokes. Um, it's it's a little too blatantly political. It's very anti-Trump stuff. All the jokes was there, like the reference of Mike Flynn and these kind of things. But um, overall, it wrapped up reasonably well, and I, I get what he was going for with the evolution of the character. Um, ultimately, uh, yeah, I get us one of some out of ten. So that is basically me on that. All right. Cool. 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 So, right. folks, feel free to let us know what you thought about Raised by Wolves, uh, Blood of Zeus, and Borat's subsequent movie film, or Borat 2, whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, that's pretty much about it. So, once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever this is. This was Machu Bilian. Ricardo Medina. And we are signing off for another episode of BSB to Bay. So, until the next one, take care, stay safe and out. Americans, if you, if you still care, go out and vote. Peace. Right.